Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of That Podcast. Enjoy the show. Anyway, so what was something um, that you'll never forget about your experience this time around with FMSC? Do you have do you have like a memory or or a moment that you're like I'm ne- I'm never gonna forget that that's gonna stay with me for a long time. So coming, I got mine coming back on Sunday. So for those who don't know, there was a group of uh, Fargo Pack team and then FMSC team who went and got 10 million tattoos. And Dana and I were. Did the you know last. about this? Yeah, I heard about yeah. it. So Dana and I were the last of the group, and we left just after that first shift and there was kind of a longer break between that extra shift on Sunday morning to the last Sunday shift. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking on the way. We're like, Oh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Okay. And then come back. We're driving down 19th turn on to university. And like, there was snow on the ground, a couple snow piles. So like you couldn't see many cars all the other days you were driving up. Mm-hmm. And we like turned the corner up to that on university and you just saw full Fargo dorm parking lot. And it was like goosebumps. And I heard goosebumps now thinking about it. It was like, oh, oh my gosh. goodness. Like, Everybody's here. We, they we showed like, up. How big is this shift? And we're like, like well, yeah, like yeah. we'll yeah. see maybe, you know, if we get to at least like those three quadrants we had Wednesday night, we'll be able to get close. But, you yeah. know, well, just kind of being a little pessimistic about it. So when we, then we walk inside and it was like full, full. It I was, was like, like, I. Uh, instant tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had. <laughs> A similar moment to that, because I went up all the way up the bleachers with like Seth and Amy, the Hansons. Yes. And we went up and so we could see the whole floor mm-hmm. of like how full it was. And we just sat there for a minute. I was just like, look at mm-hmm. all of Just these in people. awe. Mm-hmm. Whoa. On the floor. And it was yeah. so loud and. And moving so quickly and like. I also have. The one that I first thought of was when we went down to go look at the uh, pallet wrappers, that last shift when they were like, yeah. the forklifts and the pallet wrappers can't, can't keep, keep up. up. And you yeah. saw the like the pallets start to mm-hmm. stack up of like how many they haven't like gotten mm-hmm. to wrap and get on the truck yet because we were going so fast that last shift that like they were like, well, we have three <laughs> of them and we'll get there. It only takes a minute, there. but like can't get them that fast. Yeah. So, uh, um, when when the uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, the original ones were finished, every one of that main cast, the Fellowship of the Ring, all went and got tattoos. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like the Marvel cast. Yeah. Oh, did they, they do did it too? Mm-hmm. Well, the the, ta- the the tattoo that they all got was in Elvish. It was the, like the one ring to rule them all or whatever mm-hmm. it was. So what was the tattoo that was gotten by everyone who did the, the packing? And were you guys part of that group? Did you go mm-hmm. get that done too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's an X with two lines above it. Let's see if I can get to my arm for it. So it's 10 million in Roman numerals. Nice. Supposedly. That's not, apparently. So yeah. that's we what, think that's what, that's what it told means. Us. <laughs> and that's was, what the internet says, but like yeah. technically that number doesn't really exist. Yeah. That's like, like, that's like people who get like Chinese something yeah. tattooed Chinese on them. Yeah. Well, Are you is, sure this that's was, what it says? This was the weirder part is Dana and I both had this moment as like Dana's was finishing up as we were sitting there and I was like, it's kind of weird to think about the fact that we've got like this matching tattoo with like. The most random people. The, the weirdest <laughs> mix of people like, um, like. Yeah, the Morgan brothers. Yeah, whatever. Like we know them. Amy, that's cool. But like, there's also this mix of like people who are from across the United States that we sort of know, but not really. That we all have this like BFF tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's now going to be like a secret symbol. Kind like, of down yeah. the ten I said years that, I was from like, now. It's like the um, Harry Potter. Yeah, the bad the, guy tattoo. Like, show me your death. Well, mark. your Death Eaters. Yeah, yeah, okay. Death Eater. Mark. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. Like people get. 
Yeah, this is a Japanese kanji for for peace yeah. and unity. Yeah. And it, it probably says like, you is know, it really? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like chicken dumplings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. barf or something. Because <laughs> technically, it is how you would write it if it did mm-hmm. exist. It just that number has yeah. never actually existed. It like mm-hmm. the Romans never used it. It's kind of yeah. like uh, uh, in the Hebrew numerical symbol. There's no number beyond thousand. Like that's the yeah. highest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can have 999,999. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually yeah. someone was like, we should make I this I will number. say this. I had a lot of weird dreams just during the time so of many weird dreams. Like that stretch of time. Okay. And I had a dream on one of the very first days that, that. Dana and Grace, so Amy's 16-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. They were just like, in my dream, they were down on the floor just kind of being negative. I was like, you guys need to go take a nap or something. Come back when you're in a better mood. And then in my dream, they came back and they're like, Sarah, look what we did. And Grace, who is just this petite 16 year old, is like, look at this, pulled down her sleeve and had gotten the vitamin and veggie scoop as like a full sleeve on her arm. And I was like, oh no, your mom's gonna kill us. Oh no. We're never gonna get to, you're never gonna get to be around us again. Oh my goodness, like this is the end. What anxiety to come out of that. Was that oh, before yeah. or after you got the tattoo? That was, oh, before. That was, that was, well, that was, that was even before we like told yeah. her about the tattoo. Yeah, and yeah. then like two days from then I came in, they're like, so we're thinking of doing this. I'm like, what's yeah. it gonna be What's up? it of? Is it spoons? Is it a giant spoon on your forearm? Because that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of yeah. weird dreams. I chalk it up to breathing in that much soil. Yeah, it was kind of like it's kind of like the movie Dune. the The spice was in the air, and yeah. it was soy. <laughs> yeah. So in the movie Dune, whenever you watch that, just think that's just soy. The funny thing is, is that like we, when we're at the arena, you can it, always see it, yeah. like the haze, and like maybe by like day eight, you could kind of see mm-hmm. the haze, but like it wasn't as bad, even yeah. though we we're like your eyes adjusted that so to much it. more. Mm-hmm. You're like. There's a little bit of something in there, but yeah. it wasn't as bad. So it did weirdly smell like sunflower seeds, though. Like the soy in that amount. It was like, so the vitamins. Like the ball games. Mm. I never mm. realized how like weird the vitamin mix smells mm-hmm. until Amy had a box of it in Drew's old office. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, what is Ooh. burning? What is the burning <laughs> smell? And you're like, actually, it is vitamins. <laughs> no, my experience was much different. So... So that first Sunday when I was there, Dana comes up and says, where's your daughter? I need her to take pictures. Well, she's like sick. Okay, don't let her come here. (laughs) Okay. I don't want her anymore. See you later. (laughs) So that was Sunday. And then on Monday, all of a sudden I'm like, I don't think I feel good. Mm -hmm. Like my throat never hurt, Mm -hmm. but I had a headache. I had a cough. I had a runny nose. And then that was Monday. Tuesday, I went to work, and I was taking Theraflu the whole week. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Tuesday, I went to work, and I left work thinking, I shouldn't have come here. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, I get up, and I'm like, I don't feel good. I'm mm-hmm. just going to take the day. I'll be good to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I, I stayed home Wednesday and pretty much slept all day, which got me scared because I have had, influ- is it influenza A that's the really bad one? Uh, the one where you can't breathe? The one where you almost die, like people die from it. Yeah, like, like that's I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just think of that as the respiratory one. I had that before, ah. mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And I started feeling like that, and I'm like, I don't have time to die. <laughs> right. Like, this doesn't work for my schedule. <laughs> I don't have nearly Not- enough PTO for death. <laughs> Not today, death. Yeah. So, Come back some other time. So I slept all day Wednesday, all night Wednesday night. I got up Thursday, and I'm like, you know, I don't feel that bad. 
And I got done with work on Thursday and I'm like, I don't think I should have been here today. <laughs> and then I got up Friday and I felt even worse. Huh. So I just I have s- a vision of Ryan having a conversation with like death mm-hmm. being yeah. like, can we like just like reschedule this? <laughs> yeah. I see you there, death. Yeah. Yep. I see you hiding in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Covering my eyes. Have you, you ever can- seen mall rats? <laughs> <laughs> if I can't see you, you can't see me. <laughs> so then on Saturday I, w- I got up, I went to work and my first newscast so it works the same way, right? We open up, we give the current conditions, do the news, then we finish with the weather, and then we're done until the next half hour. Mm-hmm. And I got done with that first one, and I went in to see Scotty Winston, who does the Solid Gold show mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Yep. And I just opened up the door so I didn't go in the studio with him, and I said, did I do the weather this last time? Because I don't remember doing the weather this last time. Were you, were you on ta- uh, uh, Theraflu at this uh, point? I was taking Theraflu, but I just did not feel good. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I maybe should go to the doctor. Uh-huh. So I go to the doctor. This is on Saturday now. And I walk in and I said, so here's the deal. Like, I don't have a sore throat. I'm stuffed up. I have a headache. I've got a cough. And I just feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why don't you go sit over there? So I sit on the bed with the paper and he's listening to my breathing, listens to my back. Yep, lungs sound good. You know, he listens, he puts his little stethoscope up front. Your lungs sound really good. Okay, well, that's good. Let me check your ears. Well, my ears don't work, but sure, go check my ears. I've been <laughs> I've been to the doctor before. I know what? what's going on around here. Why do we see the light from the other side coming through? Well, it wasn't dark in the room. So... <laughs> So he checks my ears. Your ears look really good. No pressure. Well, my ears don't hurt. So that makes sense. <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I said to him, I said to him the whole time, I'm like, I have a lot of pressure, like right here. And I'm like focusing on the middle of my face. Yeah, right between like, my eyes. Like, like right here. Some may call that a nose. Yeah, my nose, my <laughs> cheeks, my eyes. They all like... The, you mean like the sinus? The right sinus here? area. Yeah. Something in my sinuses. I'm like... Right here, it, it's you know, it's got a lot of pressure, and I've had a sinus infection before, and you know, I don't know if you guys have had one before, but you can kind of smell it, mm. like you can kind of smell the infection. No, definitely have it not. Smelled, apparently, mm-hmm. because it smells like burning, like yeah. vitamins. Uh, it's the same, right? Yeah. So I'm like, this is where th- this is I where know. I've got my problem right here. So he says, so he checks my breathing. As yeah, your lungs sound great, checks my ears. Yeah, you don't. Your ears look fine. You know, whatever. Yeah, my ears don't hurt. Okay, why don't you take your mask down? Because it's back to that time, you know? Yeah. So I take my, my mask down. All right, open up and say, ah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, your throat looks great. It doesn't look red at all. Yeah, well, my throat doesn't hurt. <laughs> He's like, okay. And he goes back to his computer and starts typing. And I'm like, what about the center of my face? What's he supposed to do? Put a stethoscope on I, your nose and be like, well, I, well. Can, I can literally feel the pulse in my nose. So if you've boom. ever if you've ever been in for a sinus issue like this, mm-hmm. typically what they'll do is they'll take the little light that they look in your ear and your throat, yeah. and they'll look in your nostrils. Yes, and then they'll start tapping around on your cheeks. Mm-hmm. Does this hurt? Does this hurt? And then they'll tap above your eyebrows. Yeah. Does, does this hurt here? He did none of that. Uh-huh. I'm like. 
I've got all this pressure right here. He's like, where here? And he's like checking my ears and Is my this throat. What it's like to go in for like the man flu to the walk the back in. Of your- like I've never had <laughs> this you- amount of look over at a doctor's you, appointment. You've had this, right? I know exactly. What go you're in for the sinus, about. and they like will tap. And then if they tap your cheek and you've got a sinus infection, you'll feel it. Oh, yeah. Like, is it kind of like the little hammer on your uh, knee? You'll oh. kick. No, your knee doesn't, your leg doesn't You've do anything. I've had them like go up and just like put pressure like right no. here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I would be, I would have a hard time if a doctor came to start touching my face. Done it. Yeah. yeah. That's actually something. Yeah. It's oh. uh, a lot of headaches that people get come from their sinuses. Yeah. I've so. had like. Good for you. Good I have a supreme immune system. I never Yes. Ill. That's Only great. because I have migraines. Woods. So they've always thought that mig- migraines stem from my sinuses, sinuses, but they don't. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Strange. So anyway, he never even got close mm-hmm. to the center of well, my face. Well, he's probably busy Googling like so, yeah. sinus infection symptoms. So he check. never <laughs> actually checked your sinuses. So uh-uh. what did he diagnose you with? Yes. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll give you an antibiotic. If you're not feeling better in like five days, go ahead and take it. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm Have glad, you gotten your bill yet? I'm glad we did this. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. I love how this you? question stemmed from, what was your favorite part of yeah. FMSC, well, too? I know how it Something you're going to remember for a long, long time. It was something you'll never forget about. Oh. Yeah, the the, uh, the 10th anniversary pack. My family was ill. <laughs> I was the only one who made it. That's the first time the other three have not packed for FMSC. Really? Yep. Man. We're going to have to do, like, a special road show and, like, take them yep. down to the permanent site. Yeah. To down to Egan. Just, uh, Did you share already? Dana? Yeah, mine was going to see the pallets, not go see the pallet. Yep, waiting to be wrapped. So I want to share. I want to share two things that that just I don't know why this this was memorable. Well, there's a couple things, but I, I want to lift up two things I just thought were really neat. Like the last biggest pack, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not so much about the numbers. You have a goal that you're aiming for. It was the entire experience of of everybody coming together, hundred something churches you know, over 30 school districts and people just having a great time doing something that's meaningful to help people that you're most likely never going to meet around the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what, what's better? There really, I can't really think of anything better or that makes more of an impact. And, and Lisa on our staff mentioned this when we said that, you know, this is 23,000 meal, 23,000 kids. Mm -hmm that are, are, you know, not going to be hungry for your, isn't that great? Lisa spoke up and said, I look at it a little differently because she, she handles our, our, uh, she handles a, mi- a ministry that seeks to, to save or help or, or walk along, you know, uh, out of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. She said, I look at it a little differently. She says, that's 23,000 kids that their family won't have to sell into slavery. Yeah. And my jaw hit the ground. Can I, I also not, tell you that when they sent that, like her and Amy start like blubbering? Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, talk about it's, something meaningful that mm-hmm. you can be like, you know, what, if you're ever to be like, what, what's something of value in your life mm-hmm. that you've ever done? I was part of something where I got to be part of feeding thousands of kids. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. One of the guys that was there uh, it was the, the, the director of operations at, uh, target field. And he came oh, down yes, Dana. Mm-hmm. and the last time that, that, uh, the last big pack that they had was, uh, around 5 million. So we almost doubled the biggest pack. And I think it was at target field. 
And he was there for that. And he came because he, he just wanted to be a part of it again. And I saw him every single day down on the floor, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, moving, moving all sure, the forklift. Yeah. He was, he was so cool and it was just so great to have him there and get to meet him a little bit. Um, I, I want to lift up another family that was just kind of meaningful for me because as, as the, like the senior pastor of atonement, here's the great thing about, about this. This has never been, nor should it ever be driven by me or driven by the senior pastor. I got to come and be like, where do you need me to be? And a lot of times it was like, get out of Amy's way. <laughs> yeah. Just get out of everybody's way because there's Find people. Find something to do. Yeah, you? just go away. Don't bother us. You're bothering me, kid. Uh, and, so, and so I got to go and have like meaningful conversations with just people. And I got to go, I think I packed about nine times, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, but I got to just, just have all these different conversations, but it also freed me to go and do things that still needed to be done because we tried to have as much of the, the people from atonement at the Fargo dome. I was calling it atonement North that whole week. <laughs> um, and one of them was, a a, a good friend, um, who, uh, was, was very ill. And, um, I went and saw him in the hospital on Thursday night, uh, and, he shared with me that uh, he couldn't do treatment anymore and that he was, he was going to go on hospice and he was at peace with that. He ended up passing away at uh, one in the morning, Sunday morning. So 48 hours after he and I talked later that day, the last pack, his wife and his sons all came and packed at that last one because they, they were all just, I'd go and visit him and he'd want to know how's the, how's the pack going? How's the pack going? So they came and packed. And a week later, um, uh, I, I got to preside at his funeral and just following the pack, my family, uh, obviously oh, talk about the, the NyQuil. It's <laughs> obviously licked all of the same glasses that your family was drinking out yeah. of because we had the ick in our yeah. house. Dylan got it. I got like whatever you had. I, I, I was coughing and, and had this whole respiratory thing, but my son had like the stomach flu. And it lasts for like a week. Yes. Yeah. And then my wife had the stomach flu. But so, so from Wednesday, following the pack, through Monday, I was trying to get better mm-hmm. so that I could preside at this funeral. Mm-hmm. So I started taking every day like routine. Dayquil during the day. NyQuil yeah. during the night. Have you heard this yet? No, but okay. I can relate to Every this day. like Every regiment. Day. Just wait for it. DayQuil during the day, NyQuil during the night. I, I had a whole ritual that I did. This went all the week through to um, the funeral. Now, on that Monday, which is usually my, my, my rest day, Melissa's going to take uh, my mother-in-law to an appointment. So she hasn't gone to work yet. So I get up and I'm talking to her. I got my, my funeral suit on, you know, I'm ready to go and I'm ready. All right, let's get that day quill in me and we're going to get this party started. So I'm talking to her and I get down my day quill and I fill up the 30 milliliters. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a shot of this stuff, this licorice tasting stuff. Give me even a little bit more. Yeah. Just, just load her up. (laughs) And, uh, 
I'm talking to Melissa and I, I take it and I, whoa, you know, cause it, you know, the, the vapors come out cause mine's vapor cool. So it's not just what it stuff. actually does is it kills you for a quick second. It does. And then so that revives you. Can, yeah. you. And I'm, and I get done taking it and I look at the bottle and I went, <laughs> Oh no, because I had not drunk, drunk my daily dose of Dayquil. Uh-huh. I drunk another dose of NyQuil and the funeral was starting in a little over an hour and a half. Yeah. Right so, when it's going to hit. <laughs> so I tell I tell um I tell the wife this uh-huh. of the man who's died and she goes, "Oh, you got to tell that story." <laughs> he would have loved that. So I tell the story at the beginning yep. that, you know, if I look like the end of like a Mortal Kombat game, yep. finish him. It's this is what happened. I'm loaded up on on, on NyQuil. Uh, just throw something at me. Well, if it makes you feel better, I was doing the. I, I was you were in the, doing, you were in the, in the back. Bro- broadcast yeah. room, and I couldn't. I didn't know until you told the story. So afterwards, I'm I'm speaking to to um, Duran, the wife, and she said that that was so wonderful. God was speaking through you, and I said I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I don't remember much of anything. Yeah. When it was done. About two two thirty, I went home and I slept for like three hours. Yeah. Like just adrenaline and caffeine <laughs> kept me going until the Nyquil could do its job again. Yeah. So I will never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's that's tough. So I just looked twenty three thousand meals yeah. or twenty three thousand kids yeah. for a full year between Moorhead and Fargo. There's eighteen thousand kids in Fargo public schools K through twelve. Wow. Wow. Well, and th- that was something that Amy talked about quite a bit that I think may have been, even been in the forum that, yes, it feeds hungry kids, mm-hmm. but I also think there's a spiritual hunger that we all have, mm-hmm. and our community was fed by that. And yeah. I think we're still kind of mm-hmm. recovering from it afterward. It's like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, it was such a monumental event, and yeah. and uh, it's uh, hopefully it's something that we don't, just quickly move away from, but but reflect on what God did through this community that we all got to be a part of and and mm-hmm. go forward from it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of planning. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I don't think people really realize how much of it affects the packing affects this community, but also the meals we. Dana and I got a chance to talk in Margine as well to a guy who was labeling who, I don't remember exactly how he had ended up, but he worked mm-hmm. for a time in yeah. Central Africa at an orphanage for these girls who were orphans, yep. but also widows with children at like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there wasn't anything for a good mile around us, but this is the food that we got to serve. And I never really knew where it came from until I came back and heard about this pack in Fargo. And then it came all together, and that's kind of how a lot of the area high schools have come to bring all of their students is because there have been a couple of students who have said, you know, before I came here, this is what kept my family going before we could get into America. And, like, just yeah. hearing those stories of not only are we getting to help the kids who have packed it, but now they're getting to full circle it. And Absolutely. Pay it mm-hmm. forward and. Well, and yeah. even to say that this is where this comes from, mm-hmm. yeah, and I get yeah. to be on the other end of it now, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Crazy awesome stuff. So. Cool. All yeah. right, okay. So, are we wrapping this one up? Sure. Sure. Okay. Can I play something? Go for it. All right.
Are you going to get us kicked off at of YouTube? No, okay. no, not unless, not unless you unless you sue us. No, I no. Oh, okay. Why well, is here, that me? Oh. No, here we go. Uh oh, hang on. You got your Bluetooth You're not on. Connected. Hang on. I thought I did. All right, let's just uh, technical errors. Is that me? I may sue you. No, <laughs> no, it's no, it's not. It's not you. But uh, it, but this is this is priceless stuff. So. Why did you say it like that? Well, just coming from you, it's yeah. like you I, don't you actually know, what to know the vibe we're getting here. Oh, come on. You, you Are we going to get you know, booted Ryan, your from Russia again? Your personality is kind of like opening, like, you know those, like the candy for children box and it's the snakes that pop out? <laughs> You're kind of like that. What are you talking about? Just, you never know. Like, am I, I going to get Cracker Jacks or am I going to get foam snakes jumping out? All right. Here you go. Powerful stinking week. Oh. This is this is Coach Craig. How are you doing this morning? Yeah. You just okay. Hey guys, I just want to tell you it was a powerful, powerful stinking weekend. Okay, a week. It was powerful. All right. I got to spend a lot of time with a lot of people here. Okay. And uh, I have a lot to share, but I know I got to keep it to two to three minutes. So the whole thing is, is this, okay? I'm not going to go through all the stuff I have here, but I had this, this bag after I bought one of those bison. Bison! I bought one so I could feed a kid for a year. That was my financial. That was my first financial. Then I gave my time. Why? Because I just love to serve God. Okay? It just fires me up. <laughs> Ron, you started this. <laughs> you did it to my Craig. son. And now he's serving out there in Pennsylvania. He's changing lives because of you. Amy. <laughs> Where's she at? Oh, my God. I love you. Oh, my God. I love you. She put so much work in there. Seth, I enjoyed the heck out of working out. You know what? I remember when you were in confirmation. <laughs> I didn't think anything was going to turn out. <laughs> but you did. You turned out, man. Okay? Proud of you and your brother. You and your brother did a super job. Yeah, give it. Give it to him. You know, Ron, you in Peru. Amy, you here in Fargo. DJ, Mark, Becky, you're coming over to my house this afternoon to see those boys. <laughs> so good. Scott, we're traveling, baby. There's people in here that want to travel other places and do more Fargo. Uh, do those packs. We want to do these mobile packs. So they've already asked me to come to Syracuse, New York. Of course they have. Serious. A gal with purple hair invited me to Syracuse, New York <laughs> to be a part of that. <laughs> And I'm going to Arizona in February for a wedding. I'm taking my family over there in Mesa, and we're going to make some more meals. Yeah, because I want them to experience what we experienced right here. Guys, what really got me over the weekend, I saw people being fed. Children of God, you guys, 
children of God, being fed. 9.7 meals we put into a bag. But we exceeded 10 million meals in the lives that we changed. The lives, the, the people that we fed. But I got to pray over several of those trucks going out because I got to load those trucks with your son, Big Oak. I got, oh, that was so fun in there with Carter. But guys, here's the whole thing. When I got to pray mm -hmm. over those, those uh, um, trucks, I remember Amy praying that first one, I think, because that first truck was so powerful because that was more meals than we did that whole first year. That was more meals. That was a quarter of a million meals in that semi, and that was more than we did in the first year. So the whole thing is, I remember truck number 24, because I think that had the pallet that Noah's standing by that had the five million, there was a pallet with the five million meals in it. We broke the record. And everything was bonus after that. But I just remember this, Mark. I remember this. When you guys would ask me to pray over those things, my last thing, okay, I'll get to that in just a minute. Okay, because <laughs> I want everybody... It's been That's two minutes on yet. the feed my star or the the went over. pack on the on the staff. I want you guys to stand up, please, please, please stand up. Seth, stand up. You guys were on the committees. Judy, you you gals look much better dressed like this than the vests. <laughs> okay, I want to thank you, Mark, DJ. Come on, Ron, stand up because you're a part of this. I know you are a part of this right here. This okay. I'm glad I didn't Give these guys a round of applause. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. It was great to work with all of you. Now stay up, stay up. I want everybody now that, that filled a bag that was out there, that, that you did something out there at the dome, stand up. Stand up right now. Yeah, yeah, give it. Right there. Okay, now I know some of you might not have been able to make it for one reason or another. But if you did a prayer, if you prayed for this, if you give financially for this, I want you to stand up. I want you to stand up. If you prayed, prayed for it. And now I want the rest of you, if you're not standing by now, I want you all to stand up right now. Stand up. Get up out of that seat. Everybody, out of your seat. Everybody. Come and pray over this church. Over these leaders, I'm going to pray over this church. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much. So much for all these people here at Atonement. So much I want to thank you. How they've changed my life, my family's life. Lord, these people gave 10 days of their life. They gave 10 days. They wanted to change and feed those children with those meals. Blessing all that. Given safe travels for 28 of those 36 trucks. 28 of them went overseas to Africa, Honduras, Haiti. We filled that obligation of seven and a half million meals. We filled it. And then we put more in there. Lord, I want to thank you for these volunteers. I want to thank you for Feed My Starving Children. That staff did an excellent job. 
But Lord, what I want to pray for right now is this. I want atonement to be that light in this community. In Jerusalem, right here in Fargo, I want you folks to be those disciples. I want you to go out. I want you to share with people the love, that spirit that's inside you. I want that out. He wants that out. You want that out, Lord, big time. You want it out? Let these people have the, have the strength and the courage to go out and share your word with them. And let every child in this Jerusalem, every child here in Fargo, know that Jesus loves them. And that supper is ready! <laughs> Coach Craig Suffolk. I want to be like Craig Craig. when I grow up, (laughs) when I get big. Mm -hmm. He, uh, wow, just so good. And Mm -hmm. it was fun to to be down on the floor with him when a pallet was ready and loaded up, or before a truck was ready Mm -hmm. to go. Because that man has... Actually, you didn't even have to be on the floor. (laughs) You could could hear him up in the box. Pretty close. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, Yeah, The spirit is strong with that one, (laughs) for sure. For sure, for sure. So... Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us for that podcast. Don't forget you can find all of our services online every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. for a tradition service or 10.30 a.m. for a modern service. You'll find them at atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, or on YouTube where you can also find all of our library of content. So thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you next time on another riveting episode of That Podcast.